to 1.41 p.m. in San Francisco. And that means that we have the absolute pleasure and honor of talking to Rosie Talker. What's up, Rose? How are you? Hey, Larry. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm excellent. Quite happy to have you on the air here at KXSF. Where are you at this uh, very specific moment? I am in my apartment in Atwater Village, Los Angeles. Excellent. How's LA at the moment? Um, it's beautiful here. Excellent. Nice weather? Yeah. Awesome. It's raining here in San Francisco, which is quite cool because it doesn't rain that often. That's pretty cool. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to do this interview. We've been following you for, for years already uh, since Low Light in 2015. And, uh, wow. Yeah, well, I mean, we had to, you know, it's an honor to, to have you here at KXSF. Um, it's an honor to be here, and I, I feel I feel honored that you've listened to even my very early stuff. That is so cool. Awesome. Uh, talk to us about uh, what's going on with uh, with your project at this very moment. I know you released uh, a single in January called uh, Brand New Beast. How's, uh, how's everything for you? Everything is going really well. I'm... Uh I'm sitting on a record that is in the process of being mixed, and so we okay. Uh, we just released a Jeffrey Lewis cover of a song called Arrow, and and now I've finished with another record that we're just you know in the process of getting out into the world, and so I get to sort of uh, start over again creatively, which is very exciting. Excellent. So, uh, do, do we have any idea when the new album is is going to be coming out? I have no idea. <laughs> I feel like everything is so uncertain at this time. Um, so we have to finish putting it together first, of course. Of but course. then I don't. I have no idea what the timeline will look like. Cool, because you released an album uh, a little bit over a year ago. Uh, never not, never not, never not. And uh, it was a great album. We love it. We played it uh, here in this show many, many times. You know the the tracks from the album. How different is this new album going to be from? Uh, from that uh, never not never not never not uh well first off thank you for uh playing it i think that it all feels like a very natural progression i think that um me and my producer wolfie and the band all all we're definitely trying to stretch ourselves with this record reaching for new sounds but um the core people in the project are pretty much the same so okay. hopefully it will just be a progression Excellent. How do you create, by the way, Rosie? Your songs are uh, quite poetic, quite uh, honest and sincere. How do you, how do you create? How do you uh, uh, come up with, with you know with inspiration for the music, for the lyrics? Uh, is there a specific time and place that inspires you, or it just happens at any given moment when you have your guitar with you? Well, I I do think that having the guitar with me is the most important thing, um, having the access to the tools. But I, I think that creating feels different every single time that I do it. And sometimes it's very frustrating because I feel anxious that I will never be able to do it again. And so I think that I have to come to a place where I feel very unselfconscious and I don't think about any other people and I don't even think about myself or anything I've done in the past. And I'm entirely... Um, wasting time for myself. I create a lot when I'm avoiding other things, I think. Excellent. And I wanted uh, to ask you about a couple of songs from the Never Not, Never Not, Never Not that are uh, our favorite songs. 
the first one, well, maybe maybe you noticed my accent. I'm from Mexico City. I'm a, a big uh, fan of uh, Latin American poetry. You have a song called Pablo Neruda. Uh, where did that song come from? Um, that's very cool that you're from Mexico City. Um, Pablo Neruda, I did genuinely meet a dog named Pablo Neruda. Oh, um, nice. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that song is actually um, very, very literal. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how about uh, Gay Bar? That was, that's a great song from that album as well. How did you write oh, that song? Oh, thank you. Uh, Gay Bar, I wrote after um, going out in the San Fernando Valley, where I'm from, uh -huh. um, with some friends for a friend's birthday. We went to this bar that is um, kind of a cowboy gay bar, and a lot of um, like middle-aged people dancing, and I, I just really enjoyed it. So I woke up the next day and wrote that. Excellent. What about uh, Call It Awful? That's a quite oh. short track. Yes, very short. No one ever asked me about it. Um, <laughs> I think that I wrote that song right after a breakup, and I feel like I'm not always someone to write um, directly relationship-inspired songs. Things move a little more slowly within me, but I think that that one I just went, yep, that's everything I want to say about that. Excellent. And uh, let's see which one else. What else? Which one is your favorite? I, I know it's a very tough question because, you know, all of these are your songs. But do you have a, like a favorite song from you? Uh, it can be from this album or any other album that you have uh, released. Um, right now, I'm, I'm very excited about songs that I haven't really played very much yet. But I think that from this album... I think probably either Pablo Neruda or Icebergs. Um, Pablo Neruda was a song that I wrote and then sort of tucked away and didn't ever play for anybody and then brought it out kind of at random for a friend. And he was like, that's a really good song. And so I kind of fell in love with it again a couple of years after writing it. And Icebergs, I think, is just, I think my poetry in that song really works very well. How, imp how important is poetry for you? I think poetry is very important, but I don't think that you can try at it. I think that you just have to um, be as honest as possible and and try and avoid cliches where you can. Definitely. Uh, who are, like, for example, your favorite uh, poets? Oh, that is a very difficult question, and I know yes, that is. you write poetry, so <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel on the spot. I really... <laughs> Like um, prose poetry, like I enjoy the work of Italo Calvino, nice. who I guess is more of a short story writer, really. True. I'm walking over to my bookshelf. Um, maybe that's the only one that I will stand behind right now because I don't, I don't have any ready to go answer. Cool. Have you have you been have you been reading a lot during this uh, lockdown? Yes, I have been reading fairly often. I'm reading um, kind of a, a very scary book about um, right-wing Christianity in the United States. So that has been kind of stressful. I should probably pivot to something a little more escapist. <laughs> yeah, that's a heavy subject right there. It is, it is heavy, but I mean, we have, to, we have to know about it anyway. We have to confront it because, I mean, it's, it's, uh, 
it's a problem that we have in, in America, not only in America right now, but in the world at the moment, no? Definitely a huge problem. And I think that um, living in a part of the country that is much more pluralistic and, and growing up the way that I did, even though I did grow, spend some time in the evangelical church growing up, I think that it is very easy for leftists and liberals to just sort of write off an entire portion of the country or not even think about it and just wonder, you know, just that say all those people are out of their mind and they're trying to hurt us without recognizing the the mechanics of why America is the way that it is. Definitely. I, you know what, like myself, I went to Catholic school as well. And I, I consider myself like the most liberal human being in the universe, I think. <laughs> I also went to Catholic school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I think uh, the reason I became, you know, such a liberal is because I uh -huh. actually, you know, I, I lived, the, uh, you know, being being a Catholic, and that actually made me question things, and uh, it opened my mind towards uh, other philosophies and stuff. Definitely. I think that there is a way through religion, I think for myself, if you... Um, if you take up interest in the history of your religion or if you're raised in Christianity and you, and you try to believe genuinely the teachings of Jesus Christ, then it starts to shine a light on the institutions that surround the of religion course. in a way that I think a lot of people end up saying, I can't abide by this. Totally. No, I definitely agree with you. Have you been uh, streaming on, uh, on Instagram uh, often uh, during this lockdown? Because I know you're doing a special stream for Gilman, for 94 Gilman, uh, this Saturday. Yes, this Saturday. I've been streaming some more in the beginning and um, less now, but I'm very excited to stream for 94 Gilman because that place is so important, and I've it met is. so many people who are important to me there. Totally. We were supposed to have our, our first uh, benefit show at 924 Gilman, I believe, in, in June. It was going to be our, our very first one that we do there. But it didn't happen, which sucks. That does suck. I know. I'm. I'm very hopeful that um, that the community can band together in order to make sure that some of our artistic institutions survive. Yeah. This. Totally. It's a great lineup, though. I mean, uh, Mom Jeans, uh, Thick, that we're going to be interviewing today too. Uh, Destroy Boys, uh, of course, you. Uh, Sour Widows, who are uh, from here from San Francisco, we had them here they're as well. They're so good. Are they? Yeah, they're awesome. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. And uh, what are you going to be doing uh, today for the rest of your day, since we cannot ask uh, about the immediate future, about gigs or <laughs> any of that? Yes, everything has become a lot more present. I right. am working on artwork for some music that a friend is putting out. Oh, cool. Um, and I will probably work on fulfilling merchandise orders, just email and stuff. I'm having a pretty boring day. This will be the most exciting thing that happens to me today, probably. Oh, that's awesome to hear. That's, a, that's, that's <laughs> an honor for us. Well, excellent. Uh, I really, really appreciate the time you have taken to do this, uh, this phone call, this interview. You're awesome. You're freaking awesome. And we're big fans of your work. And uh, I hope that once this is all over, you can come to the station. It'd be, it'd be an honor to have you here live for the San Francisco Masses. I would absolutely love that. And it has been um, such a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you, Rosie. Let's play a song by you uh, to okay. celebrate this interview. 
I was thinking about Ambrosia, um, but uh, I'm going to ask you to choose whatever song you want from your catalog. We'll play, play it right now for the San Franciscans. Um, let's, let's play Ambrosia. I think that's a great choice. I like that song a lot. Awesome. Let's do it. Thank you so much, Rosie. Have a great uh, rest of your day in Los Angeles, in SoCal. And again, I hope to see you as soon as possible. Thank you so much. I hope for the same. Take care. See ya. Bye. Bye. Excellent. Uh, Rosie Tucker, so laid back, so chill. You know, keep it positive, San Francisco. That's, that's you know, everything's going to be, it's going to be okay. And uh, let's go and play that song, Ambrosia, by Rosie Tucker. In rocknet.kxsf102.5 FM San Francisco is 1.54 p.m. In around 36 minutes, we'll have our conversation with Thick. By the way, uh, yeah, honestly, uh, be part of that stream uh, that is uh, dedicated uh, to 94 Gilman. They are actually raising funds, so this great venue stays open. Uh, Tusha More, Mom Jeans, Thick, Destroy Boys, Small Crush, Grumpster, Rosie Tucker, obviously, Awake but, but Still in Bed, Sarcasm and Sour Widows are good friends from Sour Widows. It starts uh, this Saturday at 4 p.m. And again, like I told you before, a personal favor. If you come across one of those uh, fundraisers like this one, and you know, you're know you lucky enough to, you know, to, to, to have a, a job still, you can work from home and all that, and you have a little extra money in your wallet and your credit card. Help out. This is the time to help out uh, our community. Let's do Ambrosia with Rosie Tucker in Rocknet.kxsf102.5 FM, San Francisco. Enjoy.
Rock Metal.